welcome to episode 123 of Divided by Werewolves. You might be wondering, why am I listening to a new episode on Friday, and why was I not listening to this episode on Monday? And that is due to the craziness that is uh, embargoes. Um, yeah, and also the, the wonderful people. Yeah. At yeah. Katrina Wong PR. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so essentially, so one of the movies we're going to talk about tonight is Werewolves Within, and uh, they were kind enough to present, to, to give us a screener. However, the movie um, premiered at the Tribeca Film Festival last night, and mm-hmm. uh, all of the reviews and such were embargoed until after it had premiered at the film festival. And we didn't, with it coming out... Um, like that, I believe it comes out on the twenty fifth. Um, yeah, we you know we didn't want to wait because if we had waited another two weeks from this past Monday, then um, it would have been after the movie was out and everything, and we wanted to be able to to talk about it as soon as we could. So we decided to shift things forward. Uh, but uh, so I got a text from from Mitchell uh, prior to the show. Uh, I got two texts, uh, word to Big Bird and word, I have a bird story. And I know that set me all a tingle because I was like, I need to find out what this fucking bird story is. So I just typically, you know, when we start off the show, sometimes before we get right into the movies and stuff, you have a story of something interesting that's happened to you or whatever. And I'm just like... (laughs) And I'm, and I'm just typically sitting here like, mm-hmm, and then like laughing because literally nothing has happened to me since the last time I talked to you most of the time. Uh-huh. Like my, my daily routine is the same boring bullshit day in and day out. I get up. Well, no, let me rephrase that. I come to <laughs> when the alarm goes off. Uh, I do like, I make that noise like when Sideshow Bob always steps on the rake in The Simpsons. <laughs> Cause I know I have to get up and get ready to go to work. And I literally am in bed for as long as I could possibly be in bed. Sure. Like I have like 12 minutes to be uh-huh. out the door when my alarm goes off. Uh, and th- and I, and I work five minutes from work. So I, I have seven minutes to shower and brush my teeth and put clothes on and I'm out the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, today I had a doctor's appointment. I put this on Twitter and I was like super excited because I get to leave work a little early. Sure. And that's like where I'm at in life. (laughs) If I get to leave work early to go to the fucking doctor, I get excited. (laughs) So, so my whole plan. He doesn't even need to buy me dinner first. (laughs) I know. Dude, I was so, I was almost giddy all day (laughs) because like people were coming to my office and being like, uh, well, we're going to do all this, that, and other. And I'm like, joke's on you, bitch. I'm leaving early. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. You know, it's like, <laughs> like all day. So anyway, so I, I go to the doctor and I get off. And my whole plan was to come home. And I was, because last night I started work, because I, I, I waited until Angela got off work because she wanted to see Werewolves then too. So even though I was super fucking excited after we worked out, you and I, mm-hmm. through the, the brain trust that is 90% <laughs> you, 10% me, worked out a way for me to see it on my television instead of my Chromebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, shit. I, was, I waited for her to get off work. She didn't get home until 9.30. Oh. I was like, god damn it. <laughs> so... I checked out halfway through it. Like, I was uh, enjoying it, but I was starting to doze off, and I didn't want to miss it, right, any of it. Right. So I was like, I'm going to get home from the doctor's early 
I would still be at work when I get home. I was so excited. I'm gonna start Werewolves Within, and then I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna play Destiny, and then we're gonna do the show. Mm-hmm. And so, so I'm sitting on the couch, started the movie. I'm like, I'm super into it. And so, this is something that I've been afraid of for like a full year now because we bought this house last year. I didn't really talk about it uh, because you were getting a new house, mm-hmm. Gene was getting a new house, and mm-hmm. I was like, shit. If I say anything at this point, it's going to sound like, well, they got new houses. I had to get one, too, which was not the case. But That would be so amazing, though, if that was the level of disposable <laughs> right. income you had. We were like, well, no, shit, yes. that sounds amazing. I'm, I'm going to fucking do that, too. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. I, would like, I would also uh, choose to be stressed out of my mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This sounds horrible. I want in. <laughs> so, so we bought this house, and it's like this, like, almost old plantation house and shit right but there's in right smack dab in the in the living room uh is this fireplace oh. and <laughs> we can hear birds yeah but it's, it's never nothing's ever happened sure and then uh a couple of months ago we were sitting there watching something in the dark and all mm. of a sudden i hear flapping and i'm like is that a is that a bat it's <laughs> like what the fuck is that and a bird had come down the chimney and, you know, whatever. And I was like, you know what? I ain't got time for this shit. I'm going to bed. Right. And got up the next morning, didn't hear flapping. I went to work. Mm-hmm. Hasn't happened since. Mm-hmm. So today, I'm sitting there watching Werewolves Within, and I hear thump and <laughs> flapping. And I'm like, fuck my life. I just, why? Why me today, right now? Like, I, I was off work early. <laughs> I was so looking forward to this, uh, and there's a fucking bird trying to get out in my liver. And there's like a, there's like this, like enclosure, like cage thing that fits. It doesn't attach to the brick, but it like fits around the hole for the fireplace. And I have like, <laughs> when the first bird came down the night, I was like, you know what? Everything that's heavy in this room, put it in front of that fucking cage. Right. I'm going to bed. Shut it down. I ain't got time for this. I've got to go this late. I'm tired. I don't know if it's a bat. I can't see it. I don't know what it is. I'm going to bed. So, so it happened today, but it was broad daylight. And I was like, okay. Like, so I, I cannot I deny this any further. Yeah. And I was like, well, there it is. A dumbass bird just flapping his ass off on the cage going from side to side. I'm like, just, just up motherfucker. Yeah. You, you have wings down. Just go up. Yeah. He's like, Nope, can't do it. Can't figure it out. I'm like, shit. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I don't know what to do here. Like I don't work for animal control. Clearly. Like, you know, I, I'm afraid of most animals. I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Like I got mauled by a dog when I was two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been afraid of animals pretty much ever since, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't. I won't say afraid of every animal, but like cautious. I respect. Yeah. I respect animals because right. one almost killed me when I was a two-year-old. Right. So. So I was like, "Shit!" So I text Angela and I was like, uh, "We got to do something about this chimney. We have another visitor." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Okay, is it a bird?" I was like, "Yes." <laughs> and uh, I said, "I don't know what to do." And she was like, "I understand." I was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna leave him in there. I've got the heavy stuff. There's like a a plant." And this like <laughs> this like portable 
fucking uh, uh, bin thing that Angela keeps nine million blankets in because in any given moment, regardless of the year, she needs a blanket on the couch. Yeah, I, so, I have I I I'm a, I have a similar situation at home. Mine is somewhat dog related because the dogs like to sit on my wife and that she gets the dog gotcha. hair all over or whatever. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so I was like, you know what? She's like, I understand. And I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not waiting until she gets home. I'm gonna handle this bird situation. So, so I, so I'm like, all right. So, the door neck, like, there's a door right next to the the fireplace, and it goes out onto the the patio on on this story, and then there's a patio above it on the on the next floor. So I was like, I'm gonna close every door that I can close. Mm-hmm. So the front door is closed. I close the door to the hallway that goes upstairs. I go around through the kitchen, and I close the door over there that goes to the hallway. So you're gonna force worst, this bird. Right. Worst worst possible scenario, it gets into the living room and the kitchen, and then I get a bat and I <laughs> try to. Sh- and listen, I'm not an animal cruelty person. Let me, let me preface all this. All this. This is just how stupid I am going forward. Okay. I was like, I'll get a bat gonna, and I'll just gonna Babe Ruth. He's gonna call it out. No. <laughs> like right. point to the. I'm gonna I'm gonna wave. <laughs> I'll wave the bat and then like swing it towards the door and it'll be scared and go that way. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> So, <laughs> so here's it's yeah. Listen, not gonna run into the, get, the big green monster. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I get. Here's where I get real dumb. So I, I go. I got the bat and I open the the door to the to the porch and I, I prop the screen door open. Doors open, and I'm like, okay. And then next to the end of the couch, there's an end table, and there just happened to be some Febreze on there, which is bad. And for I'm like, birds. okay. Well, I don't, know, I don't know that, but here's what I thought. Yeah, I thought if you have like parrots, and I don't stuff, even know. They say nothing. I don't even know if birds like can smell, right? <laughs> I have no idea. But I thought if they do, they live outside, so they prefer like the natural scents from the outdoors. Sure. So I'm gonna breeze the shit out of this fireplace, <laughs> so it'll want to leave. So, so I start spraying the Febreze all over the cage, and then. And then I I bang on the left side of the cage because I'm gonna I'm just gonna slide this it over. bird is like what the fuck is yes, this guy yes, doing? Yes, 100%. So the bird's like flapping around. He doesn't know what to do. So I'm banging the left side as I'm sliding the cage over, and and he runs to the right, which is what I want to happen. Mm. And then I slide the right past the bricks, mm. and it's like got a free free like shot at the outdoors. Yeah, you just go straight up, straight and, up and out. He's still like clutched onto the the cage oh so i i have to bang that side too and he flies off and i'm like god damn it thank god that's over so i shut the door slide the cage back over text angela hey never mind took care of it not a big deal got rid of him i shit you not (laughs) 10 minutes later i hear it again and then he's joined by a fucking buddy so there are two birds now in the goddamn thing and I'm like, they're like, you gotta so, see this guy. He made a blanket either for that. <laughs> I, my thought was either that or you gotta smell this shit, dog. This Get is down. amazing. Is this for breeze? Oh my god! Because I thought, man, the best smelling bird in all the valley, like just escaped, and he fucking doubled back and brought a homie down with him. You, you and brought I was like, you, you the, the axe body spray of birds. I did, I did, uh, and I had to repeat the process. I had to do it again. I didn't Febreze them both again, 
but I had to like do the banging thing. I had to get both of them on one side, open the door, bang this side. They both flew out, and and as as of right now, there are no birds in my living room. <laughs> that is amazing. But who knows? We'll see. The that night is that young. was my day, and then I finished the movie. I was I can't. Oh, God, it's the always night. something. I just can't have a fucking day where everything goes my way. I just can't. The night is young. Who knows what can happen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they might go get a third. I have no idea. I might. I'm, we might end this show, and I go back to the living room. There are three birds waiting to get Febreze in there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like their version of the car wash. They're like, it's great. You, you yeah. smell, it smells so good when you come out. What is that? It's Febreze. Pretty much. Then you just wait. He slides it over. You fly yeah. out. We'll yeah, get somebody it's, else. Oh, that would be cool. Full service. <laughs> it's yeah. Lavender Valley. You like it? Come on, man. I'll totally take... free. I'll do... You didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That is, that's, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, you might have to go up on your roof and, and put a, a top. Oh, yeah. Or, or a, We're going to be fixing the, the chimney Chicken now, wire or just... something. Yeah. Yeah. Before you get like a like the thing a, is like a I'll die raccoon if I decides I to come down your chimney. I don't even like I can't even go out on the 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 porch upstairs and get up on the roof. It's so fucking high. I'm be too scared. Oh really? So we're gonna have to get some professionals out here with some equipment because there's no way I can get up there. Right. Right. Yeah. Wow. Well, that was that was an eventful day. I didn't have nearly uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing happened to me today. I certainly did not have. I mean, I don't even have a chimney because we don't have fireplaces down here. But because uh, it's you know nine hundred million degrees, so there's really right. no reason for them. Yeah. Uh, wow, yeah. it's Fire, you know, fireplaces in Florida. I guess are like a status thing instead of like actual yeah. functionality. There, there's there's actually so we walk through all of the houses that are being built, and and there, someone actually does have a like a gas one, and I'm like, you never. What are you going to use that for? You're never. Yeah. It never gets cold enough. But I don't know. Do you know what kind of birds they were? No, and that's the other thing I was going to say. I forgot to mention. Like, I'm not the bird connoisseur that you are. Like, I don't know. They were I have an birds. app on my phone, and I take a picture, and you can upload pictures, and they'll they'll ID it for you. Gotcha. Yeah, they were just gray and real dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they were smarter than me. I don't know. I'm real dumb too. So. Gray Febreze loving birds. I'll have to look yeah. that up. I'll see if there's a if there's a. Uh, <laughs> If there's a section yeah. in the app for what smells right. do they like? Ah, well, yes, let me pick it, here. Mm. <laughs> indigenous to the eastern Alabama slash West Georgia region. <laughs> <laughs> That's a gray-breasted Febreze lover. Oh, nice, yes. <laughs> See here, let's to, to, exactly to dive-bomb chimneys. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That, that's, yeah, that's awesome. Imagine if you were watching, like, some kind of bird-related horror movie. Oh, man. That would have been even better. That would have explained why they came back. He was like, fuck you, I want to see how this ends. And I told my yeah. boy. Like, <laughs> it was like a movie about, like, haunted pigeons or some shit. If I was watching The Birds or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tippy Hedron, I love her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, well, uh, I don't know. You know, I kind of feel like that's where we should just end it, to be perfectly honest. But <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think we're going to top that. But uh, yeah, we will. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so as, as as we mentioned, we do have uh, werewolves within to talk about. But before we do that, um, 
This is uh, one of the newest kind of Shutter hotness movies. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is uh, kind of one of the uh, was like a like a pandemic f- filmed movie or what. Um, it based on the uh, kind of minimalist, you know, production, the kind of one. Uh, almost one room setting and and stuff it 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 feels like something if not made on a you know kind of pandemic type of situation just made on a uh smaller budget uh and that is caveat uh mm-hmm. which is uh written and directed by Damian McCarthy and um starring a very small cast just four yeah. uh four individuals so Jonathan Frank plays this guy named Isaac who's kind of like a, a I guess you could call him a drifter. Uh, we don't really know much about him. We know that he knows uh, this guy named Barrett, played by Ben Kaplan, who essentially tells him, hey, uh, I got a job for you. I'll pay you 200 bucks a day. Uh, my sister, she's uh, she's got some problems. I'm, I'm a little concerned kind of leaving her on her own. So I just need you to uh, live at the house and uh, watch her. That's it. You just mm-hmm. gotta, you just gotta keep an eye on her. And he's like, "All right, you just could you pay me two hundred bucks a day." And he's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "All right, okay, cool." So, you know, they uh, they go to the house, and the guy's like, "Well, she's very paranoid, so you just gotta leave her alone." And he's like, "Isaac's like, yeah, all right, cool, whatever." Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so you get to the house, and there's like an island with like a rowboat, and Isaac's like, "Where's the house?" And he's like, "It's over there." And Barrett's like on the and he's like on the island and he's like yeah, and then he's like well I don't I can't swim and he's like oh that's cool we got a boat, so they get in the rowboat and they get there and he's like oh you gotta you gotta put this this uh, leather harness on that's attached to this giant chain, mm-hmm. and he's like I'm sorry what now, and he's like yeah my sister is like super super paranoid that somebody's gonna do something to her. So this this chain would make it so that you can walk around the house, but you can't go into her room. So, so you gotta wear it. And <laughs> meanwhile, they go to see the sister, and she's like sitting on the ground with her hands over her face because part of her uh, whatever mental health condition she has, she gets in these catatonic states. So he's just kind of looking at her like, "What the fuck?" So now this is a different from a normal. Uh, horror movie because this is the point where Isaac goes fuck this I'm out <laughs> like, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not yeah. dude and I was like you should just it should just end right there that should be it because yep. he told him he's like he, and the guy's like you said you'd do it and he's like you didn't tell me you didn't tell me the house is on the island you didn't tell me she's in a catatonic state you didn't tell me I have right. to wear a fucking harness in a chain I'm not fucking doing it and the guy's like well every he goes Every employee, every place of business has a uniform. This is just your uniform. He's like, I, bitch, I don't work at Hardee's. Like, no. Right. Um, I love that. He's like, yeah, I'm not putting that on. Yeah, exactly. But then, you know, Barrett's like, I need to know what to do because I can't I can't leave her alone like this. And then they see, you see him putting mm-hmm. the harness on. Uh, so as the movie kind of goes on, uh, some, some weird shit kind of starts <laughs> happening. Uh, Isaac uh, kind of goes around the house. There's this this weird rabbit doll that hits a drum that almost yeah, is the, like, like the monkey shines. Monkey yeah, from, <laughs> monkey but it, 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 it's almost like an EMF detector. It seems to know yeah. when there's like yeah. weird ghost shit going on. Then he uh, so he talks to 
to Olga, the sister, and Olga's talking about how, you know, her dad was, uh, was, a uh, uh, agoraphobic and, and, uh, or no, he was claustrophobic. Claustrophobic. Yeah. And, uh, and his, her mother, you know, as a joke, locked him in the basement and kept the key around her neck. And then he killed himself and she died and she's been in the house. And so I was just like, what the fuck? And then well, he, she was, she was missing. Yeah. I she was missing. Kind of started. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and this is not spoiling things too much. No, he finds the, mother's body behind a wall in the basement still got the key on well then olga starts talking about how isaac had been there before and he killed uh her dad and lock or locked mm-hmm. her dad in the cl- in, in the basement um and it, and it kind of goes from there and it was um you know for, for such a small cast and a, and a, a very limited kind of setting i mean they definitely got a lot of mileage um, yes out of it and uh, especially kind of you know minimalist effects, um, they they got a tremendous amount of mileage out of uh, out of a ski cap with a hole cut out of it. Uh, <laughs> Good lord! Yeah, well, I was um, going to say just just between uh, between like you said the the one setting kind of thing and the overall like uh, out of, once you get past the ridiculousness of a leather harness with a chain on it yeah and like kind of the story beats once you kind of settle in you're like all right let's go like the, we're we're in now right yeah and Which then, i'm and like i would never put that shit on exactly just like my man like now i'm out and like, i think I, I, even if i can't swim motherfucker i'm a doggy paddle yeah or something and i think but, that's uh, kind of like it was good that he said it but then it also kind of like lost you to some degree because he agreed to do it because if the guy was mm-hmm. like well you know because you figure, well, they, I think it, you know, they played on his sympathies and stuff like that. I think it's what's supposed to be the idea. Yes, but I don't give a fuck. Fuck that. I don't right. care who's in that room with her nose bleeding, covering her face. I don't right. give a shit, dude. Right. Like, right. ain't no way I'm putting that on. Like, right. Full stop. Right. <laughs> and it's like, you know what? You, you could stay here. That's fine. Yeah. I'll, exactly. I'll, you stay here tonight. I will yeah. come back tomorrow yep. uh, with the boat. And yep. we'll be good. Or Gucci. maybe I won't. <laughs> maybe I won't. But I, you know, if your if your concern is that you can't leave her alone, well, then you fucking stay here, and I'll bounce, right. Uh, right. and then we don't have any problems. Um, yeah. But I think once you get past kind of yeah. that stuff, and you just kind of are like, all right, well, he did it, so we're we're you know we're strapped in literally yeah. now. So yeah, uh, I, I think it it was fantastic in its use of the location mm-hmm. and its kind of sense of of dread and and hints at something paranormal going on but like yeah. maybe not right uh and the one thing i wanted to really really point out is the the score like the music yeah uh i was scared shitless like several times yeah because i was so expecting a jump scare and it just yeah. wouldn't happen and i was so i was like just fucking get it over with like i'm tired of sitting here like wanting to close my eyes and shit because I knew something was going to happen, and then most of the time it didn't. And I was just like, "Ugh, it's so like it's almost like wears you out with the with the dread and like the music and like you expecting something, and then yeah, it'll cut to something completely. It's like the next morning, and it's like, eh, no, didn't nothing happen. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, it reminds me of um, uh, it comes at night that that one scene when they're all kind of like staring at the door. 
Yep. Uh, and the music is kind yep. of like, well, and you're just kind of like, what the fuck's going to happen? But then it's yeah. not like in a typical horror movie or something where, you know, where mm-hmm. some, nothing happens and they go, woo, and then it happens. You know what I mean? Like they, right, right. they play with those expectations. And like you said, they use, yep. you know, they use the music really well um, to, uh, to do it. I, I, I don't, I still don't really understand what the deal with the rabbit was. I don't, I mean, I feel like this was a movie you kind of have to just accept. They don't, if you're looking for explanations, you're on a bunch of things. You're not going to get it. Right. For some things I I certainly still don't understand. And I, I don't want to tiptoe around things to spoil anything, but, uh, I, the rabbit, I kind of got, um, I will say that this is probably the best use of, a corpse mm. that I've seen since uh, yeah. that that um, that Shutter original from Argentina, where the the dead kid showed up at the dinner table. Uh, I don't know if I've seen fuck. that one. What the fuck was the name of that? Oh shit, I can't remember it. Uh, if I remember it, I'll, I'll bring it up later. But okay. there was there was this movie about this like haunted house, and it ended up being like this whole cul-de-sac that was haunted. But one one thing that happened was a, a young child got killed. Like I think it was like a school bus accident or something. Mm-hmm. And then he showed up at the parents' dinner table the next morning, just sitting at the table. Oh, okay. And like, oh shit! What? Oh, terrified. That's the name of it. It's terrified. Yeah, I don't it's think Al- I've seen that one. Alterados or something is the the uh, the original title. I think. Mm-hmm. It's, I can't I'm not even gonna. Him, like I remember, Argentina maybe, mm-hmm. but but the on on Shutter it's called Terrified, and dude I was scared as hell because I didn't know what that little dead boy was gonna do. Right. It, like, it, they called the you know his his mother saw him. She was scared to death. She called the police. They came out. They were scared to death. Right. And he was just sitting there, and you're just waiting on him to do something. And and this I had a very similar reaction every time somebody like pointed a flashlight. Mm-hmm. At that, at the mom's corpse, I was like, "If she fucking blinks, yeah, I'm on my shit. Like, yeah, if sure. so much as blinks, like, yep. yeah." <laughs> so, and then I, I loved the end. Mm-hmm. Well, I, like I saw people bitching about the end on on the internet and stuff, and I was like, "Are you fucking? Kid? I loved it." Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was really good. I mean, and it was, you know, it's funny because I watched a number of movies. And so, some of which we'll talk about in later shows, but I watched this. Um, I watched um, uh, In the Earth, and there was like a third movie that was um, kind of like limited setting and, and, and limited mm-hmm. cast. I'm trying to remember what the third one was, kind of all at the same time. So, <clears throat> you know, I kind of well, had this. Was, the gin was in one location. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, so it was like you know, just to be able to kind of compare and contrast between, you know, between them. Yeah, it was, it was pretty I interesting. Um, yeah, totally. Because I watched I, I watched Gin and, and Caveat almost back to back. So yeah, like like a couple of days apart. And yeah, I, I feel like Gin would have came out way better for me had I not seen mm. Caveat right after. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, so as I said before, it's on Shutter. So go ahead and uh, check it out, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, just uh, might want to if you've got any any toys that play the drums, you might want to put those in the closet <laughs> before yeah. uh, before you go ahead and do that. Um, 
Okay, so uh, our next movie, as, as we mentioned, um, comes out uh, theaters and video on demand on June 25th. So if you're not a Fast and Furious fan, which, by the way, I have my tickets already purchased. Thank you very Actually, much. I think the VOD is July 2nd. So July 2nd, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah. theaters, yep. Uh, and that is the latest uh, Josh Rubin picture um josh rubin of course was uh behind uh scare me which was one of the big mm-hmm. uh shutter exclusive kind of hits uh, pan- pandemic hits yep. <laughs> so to speak um and that is werewolves within and if you're like hey that name sounds familiar <laughs> yes indeed it is in fact based on the ubisoft vr game <laughs> yeah which is which, uh, a thing I didn't even know existed. <laughs> I did, and and that I, I don't know which came first. I think the VR game is based on the card game. Yes. The, yeah. Yeah. As far I, I thought that was the case, but I wasn't yeah. sure. So so basically, Werewolves Within is like a you know kind of like a Battlestar Galactica, or um, I'm trying to remember. There's another one, another card game like that where someone, one of the players in the case of Battlestar Galactica, it's one of the players is a Cylon. Uh, in this case, it's you know one of the players I guess is a werewolf, and you're trying to figure mm-hmm. out who who is the werewolf. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it uh, I've never played uh, you know any any sort of VR game that is like multiplayer know, party only? based. Yeah. I've I've never no, done. but me um, neither. So, so this movie, um, like as you said, d- directed by Josh Rubin, um, written by Mishna Wolf, uh, who apparently is a best-selling author. This is the first movie she's ever written, uh, which mm. to me is amazing because it's a fucking yeah. crackerjack script. Um, yep. But I was thinking about it today, and the best way I, the way I described this movie to my wife was, it's like if. Of course, she only knows one of these references, but hopefully y'all know both of them. It's like if Knives Out and the Wolf of Snow Hollow had a baby. Absolutely. <laughs> one million percent, that's what it is. <laughs> it would be It would be this movie. Uh, yep. An absolutely fantastic cast, but uh, Sam Richardson plays Finn, who is a park ranger who gets... Um, reassigned to this remote northern town we don't you don't really know like where it is it's just right this remote northern town um and upon getting to town he meets um cecily played by milana Vintrub, who i just butchered her name and if you've ever seen yep. an at&t commercial <laughs> that's yeah, her exactly. she's the the yep. at&t woman um and she's she's the uh the postal worker and as she's bringing him through the town she's introducing all of these uh the quirky uh members of this town um stand out to me was um uh uh michaela watkins who's fucking amazing at everything she does uh if she ever watched the unicorn with walton goggins um she's she's on that she's absolutely brilliant on that show but um like harvey uh Guilen, i've just butchered his name he's on what we do in the shadows he plays guillermo and what we do in the shadows um yeah. there's a just a really talented cast uh but essentially this town is filled with this just kind of quirky characters but they're they're split because um, there's a pipeline that is proposed by a, you know, I don't know if it's a gas 
company, oil company, whatever, uh, they want to build a pipeline that runs through the town. So, of course, half the town wants the pipeline because they mm-hmm. want the money that comes with the pipeline going through the town, whereas the other half doesn't because they want to protect, you know, the the uh, uh, nature and whatnot. Um, and so one night they're kind of, uh, there's a storm whips up, uh, generators get knocked out, they're all stuck in the hotel, and what appears to be a werewolf starts tagging people, but maybe it's not a werewolf, maybe it's members of this community uh, mm-hmm. who are kind of pit against each other, who are starting mm-hmm. to knock each other off to get, whether it's to get the pipeline or to not get the pipeline. Um, and mm-hmm. and all of the interactions between the townspeople and all their kind of little secrets and all those things start to come out. And I laughed out loud many, many times in this yeah, movie. Me um, too. <laughs> there are, uh, as I said, it's, it's an extremely uh, well written script. There's a lot of jokes. Uh, there's some jokes making fun of kind of, uh, you know, the, 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 the uh you know rich, rich guys who come to go live in the you know in the nice quaint town there's jokes and you know making fun of kind of right-wing people like Michaela Watkins her and her husband they're this right-wing couple and um she named her dog Chachi which yeah. I was fucking <laughs> thought was hilarious because you know yeah. Scott Bayo is a pretty big right-wing uh celebrity I guess um mm-hmm. and 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 then you know you've got uh, the 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 couple the the local kind of like almost like rednecky weirdos like one works at the garage and the, and, yeah. <laughs> uh, the other guy you've you've got the, the the very like stern scientist who's there doing research you know to prevent the you know uh, the pipeline going through and she's the one who kind of figures well maybe there's something going on um, with with the werewolves um, and and Sam Richardson he plays Finn as his very He's he's very nice. He's very kind, but he's also like um, I don't want to say timid, but like they set him up perfectly. Like when he's he, driving to the town and someone passes him on the road, and he's like, "Oh, we're driving faster. I'm driving the speed limit. So if you're driving right, faster than yeah. me, then you're driving over the speed limit, and that doesn't seem safe, you know." <laughs> like, right. And he's also like he, he's he's just been assigned to this place, so he's yeah. pretty much fish out of water kind of thing. Mm. And so like experience in these characters kind of from his point of view is, is the is the perfect yeah i think you know the perfect kind of of setup yep. to introduce us to this wacky like that's the best word i can come up with this fucking wacky array yeah of of, of what i you know and i i live in the south but i assume is like this midwestern mm-hmm super northern like almost yeah, like a uh, north dakota almost canadian yeah, exactly. border type of uh yeah almost fargo like yeah. characters and stuff and it's it's fucking hilarious to watch him interact and try to be like well maybe we don't need to you know right somebody's like fuck you and he's like well maybe not that but yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and the fact that he he's just like a park ranger so he doesn't even really right. he's not like a, he's not like a cop but he's the yeah. only thing Kind of remotely law enforcement related. Yeah, wherever they are, they kind of recognize him as law enforcement. He's not a sheriff. He's a fucking park ranger. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then and then you know it it, kind of starts off and you're you're meeting these people, but then once the violence happens, it's not understated. Like it's very um, it's it's 
it it's not a gore fest by any stretch of the imagination. When the violence is used, it's extremely effective because it's not yeah. used um, all the time. But there was a couple moments where something happened. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like it just kind of yeah. like comes out. It, like it, it, everything's so funny, but mm-hmm. then when it gets violent, it does not pull punches. Like right. it's it's very violent. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 then trying to and it does it does a really good job because like you know one of the best part I mean uh, Wolf of Snow Hollow was was great and in part what made it great was going well is is there actually a werewolf like right and this is the same type of thing it's like you 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 there's a lot of signs that are pointing to there actually being a werewolf even though Mm -hmm. you know as you would expect in in any type of movie that hasn't already established that werewolves exist um it does it wouldn't make sense yeah it wouldn't make sense for there to be one but then it would be like you know you've got the scientists running dna tests that it's like well it's not human dna and it's not dog dna but then you know you've got this fucking wackadoo over here you know who's whatever (laughs) like you know he's he's he lives alone in this remote cabin and threatens to murder you if you come to his door it straight up looks like a werewolf the way he's dressed exactly yeah and so and then you've got like you know once the violence really erupts because they all decide to like you know people with guns sleeping with people that don't have guns so that everybody right, you know, is armed like the generators like you said are destroyed yeah <clears throat> and so and, they all end up deciding to stay together right but but having all these people armed and then sleeping together so have, right, when goes like, about right, as yeah. well as you would expect <laughs> So once the bullets start flying, like pretty much all bets are off. So then you're like, well, shit, you know, this person was killed. Were they actually, you know, did they die the way it looks like they did? Did Something else happened. So you're spending this entire, which is exactly what's supposed to be, because if it's based on a game where everybody is constantly reevaluating who is this person sitting next to me? What have they done? Are they actually a killer? This is exactly the type of thing. Yep. That that it's supposed to be where you're like, constantly like, going. Well, shit, it could be. Hey, look at this guy. You know, like right. you know. Well, or once could... people start pointing fingers, then everybody's dirty laundry starts getting aired, because it's like it's exactly that. It's like, well, we all know each other way too well because we all live in this tiny town, and then once everybody starts to get scared, right? Then suddenly fingers start getting pointed. And everybody's everybody's dirty laundry gets aired and stuff like that. Yeah, and like. It was handled brilliantly. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there were some really cool, I mean, I, you know, from a just, like, filmmaking shot, like, uh, there's one in particular, and I know it's it's probably used commonly, but there's one scene where they kind of leave this one house and the door shuts, and it immediately cuts to the door of where the next scene is opening. So mm-hmm. it's almost like, it, like, the edit was done really cool, but then there's also this very well-lit scene where, uh, somebody had they had knocked on certain. Without, I don't want to spoil anything. Where they knocked on this one character's no. door, and the and, and the person in the room, you know, fired like four shots to say back the <laughs> fuck off. Somebody else right. goes in the room, and then shots get fired, and they just show the door with and it's dark with the four bullet mm. holes, and then the light from the yes. gunshots just yep. bam bam just comes like right yep. out the bullet holes. And I just yep. thought that was so fucking cool, like. I did too. And uh, another specific scene that came kind of later on is there was something that happened and the characters, like the camera's very much in the scene 
and the character reacts to something, and then you see this panoramic shot, mm-hmm. and you see what happened, and I was just like, that was fucking great. Like, yeah. that was so, that was so fucking cool. Like, every scene where it kind of was an exterior shot, and particularly one that was pulled back, because the moon was so fucking huge. Yeah. Like, so when they would show the hotel with this giant moon behind it, I was yeah. like, that is so fucking nice. Dude. It looks so cool. Yeah. And the hotel itself looked great from the outside. Like, yeah, it wasn't the overlook, but da- it looked fucking great. Like right. every exterior shot they showed of it. I was like, man, that is an iconic fucking location. Yeah. And for this to be a video game movie, which I know is a whole can of worms we might not want to get into, but for well, it to Ubisoft's be this good. Ubisoft's only other video game movie was Assassin's Creed, which was terrible. <laughs> right. And, and and I think uh, to this game's credit and to, to was it Mishna, Mishna Wolf? Yeah. Yeah, to her credit, I don't know if she ever played this game before. I I don't know if they just told her the premise and said write a script. Mm-hmm. This movie absolutely did not need to be a video game adaptation. No, uh, not only a board game, but a, a VR video game version of not a board game but a card game. Mm-hmm. Like this movie works absolutely on its own. You never have to have even heard of Werewolves Within to enjoy right. this movie. Yeah, and that is such a a, a compliment to. The writer and the director, I feel like, and, and the and the the actors who were in this movie, like it's, right. it's just, it's an yeah. amazing movie. Doesn't matter if it's based on whatever. Right, but I think a lot of it hinges on on Finn, Sam Richardson, and Cicely because they are your way into this. You know, mm-hmm. they they're, they're kind of like, so so Finn is it would be you know kind of like the audience's you know proxy because he's right. he's completely new to this and he's being you know introduced to people and and given way more even just the way the way she interacts with certain characters tells you everything mm-hmm. that you need to know about that character without yep. there having to be like you know where she she doesn't have to explain anything to Finn she doesn't have to say anything she doesn't have to you know they sit down over coffee and it's like oh well you know he once did this to me that or the other no you could just the way she acts around and she did a tremendous. They both did a tremendous job, both as physical actors and also right. like the, the the comic timing. And I mean, it was yep. just it was. It, and you really like for him, it was such a such a, a a needle to thread because you know he is this kind, but he's also kind of getting trampled on by his right. his his ex girlfriend, which he didn't even know. Right. He just he thought it was his girlfriend. Nope, she'd broken up. Right. You know, so yeah. he's he's you know on the one hand he's kind of this like, um, you not not to say weak, but he just doesn't he's just not a real take charge kind of guy. So it would be very easy to play him as someone that the audience is like, oh, just fuck this guy. Like, what is his deal? Right. Uh, but he's also like very caring and genuine, and he gives this speech about you know you know caring for people and and having to come together. That I think. Uh, if another actor were to do it, it would just kind of come off as preachy and, and, and he just nailed it. Like he, he just did a fantastic job of being someone that you could sympathize with and root for, even though he's not like this super brave, you know, kind of macho, like, all right, I'm, I'm coming here and I'm taking charge. Um, Honestly. Yeah. Honestly, like I, I, I texted you about it and I can't like Sam Richardson was so good. Uh, and I was sitting there thinking, like, if anybody else could play this character, and I swear to God, the only person I think that could have even come close is, is Jace, yeah. our friend Jace. Like, he, this dude epitomized Jace to me. Yeah. And I was like, that's why I love that dude. Like, yeah. 
He is one hundred percent this character. Not to say that Jace is absolutely not a pushover or anything like that. No, but Jace but is very just, positive. Like when we're all shitting on things, right, Jace right. Is, Jace can always find like the positive. Like, well, I'm looking forward to it exactly. for this. Like, I'm I'm you know I think it's great they're doing that. And then I know I always I'm just like, Ugh, well, all right, he's <laughs> he's right, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. It makes me feel so bad if I start to shit on something because he comes in <laughs> and he's like. Well, I want to watch it. I like it for this, and I'm yeah. like, he's fucking right, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I mean, it's it, and I mean, and I don't think like it's not, it's not the type of movie. It's not supposed to be. It's not making fun of like small town life or anything like that. It just no. happens to be that's where it's set, and it's just got this yeah. kind of wacky cast of characters. But listen, this could dude, this could have been Roanoke if a werewolf attacked Roanoke. Yeah, this is exactly what it would look like. It's yeah. not a parody at all. Like, right. <laughs> like most of these people live in the town I'm from. Like yeah. to some degree. Like yeah. it makes perfect sense to me. I didn't. I didn't find it a parody at all. Yeah. I don't think it's supposed to be. I mean, I was, I will say though, I was disappointed. I kept waiting for, because I didn't look up the cast ahead of time. I kept waiting for Josh Rubin to show up. I was actually a little disappointed because he was so good and scare me. Um, I I kept kind of hoping that he would show up and he, he didn't. So, uh, but, um, but I mean, he, he, it was, it was still, uh, I mean, a fantastic job and don't, again, don't, the fact that it's based on a video game, most people would never even know it. And if you know anything right. about video games and you saw the Ubisoft pictures, you'd be like, wait, what? Like, that's that was my. Right. I mean, I had done the research ahead of time, but I also had forgotten about it. And then when mm-hmm. it started, I was like, Ubisoft, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, right. And it just. <laughs> because, I mean, it's, there's just. Yeah. It, it doesn't. It's not about. It's, it's not about a particular game. It's about, you know distrust and when when you have a small right. town and you have people who you know see each other every day and know like you said know their dirty laundry that when when shit hits the fan how quickly all that stuff comes out and starts Which affecting like, how you, how people interact with each other right and, and again i haven't played the game but i have one of the one of the youtube groups that i watch i did watch them play the card game once and this is this is a a, a genius way to take that concept mm-hmm. and translate it to a film. And for as much as like, you know, I feel like video game movies get shit on a lot. And I think a lot of the times where they go wrong is they kind of, uh, focus too much on the fact that this is based it, on a video game. Exactly. Uh, and that kind of splits the audience, yes. which I get because the video game audience wants it to be this yeah. movie. Audience are like, that doesn't make any sense. And, and and what this kind of brings kind of reminded me of, and I know people shit on it all the time, but I actually enjoyed it. And it's not video game, but it's it's board game. And mm-hmm. I keep going back to board game. I know this is a board game, but it's like Battleship. Yeah. It's like I fucking love that movie. Mm-hmm. Because it took a concept, which was Battleship. Right. But tried to do, you know, a movie out of that and not just focus on people calling out fucking A four or Right, exactly. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, like it, it, it kind of mixed it with an alien invasion movie, but with against the Navy. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. Right. It's like it's like it's like uh, Independence Day plus Battleship plus Transformers. Like I was all in on it. And, right. And then I was like, people hate this. I thought it was fucking awesome. Yeah. And, and this kind of similarly does the same thing where it takes a concept, which is this card game where, you know, card games are handing out and like one or two players 
are assigned werewolf, but they have to act like they're not. And then, mm-hmm. like, you know, it goes day by day and shit happens. Like, that's exactly what this is, but it also works as a movie. It yeah. works. Have you not known anything about this game, card game or video game? It's just a fucking really good movie. Yeah. And I, and I, I personally like the fact that you don't know what, it, whether there's a where like that's what I like liked about Wolf of Snow Hollow too was yep. like you, you know you're you're kind of le- you know it's not it's not something where I mean a lot of times I feel like these movies like they they don't they don't feel like either they don't want to give the audience enough credit or they're just really concerned that somebody's just kind of like going to give up on something if they don't know what's going on early enough and I and I get that to mm. a certain degree you know, there's so many things vying for people's attention, and if you're watching something streaming, and within ten minutes, you know, maybe you don't know what's going on, you might you might leave. So, so there's always this tendency, I feel like, to like make something seem like a mystery for about fifteen minutes, and then it's like, no, nope, you're a werewolf, and you're like, oh. <laughs> right. right, like, and so like Wolf, right. Wolf of Snow Hollow, and this movie's the same way, where it's like you're constantly guessing throughout it, and and to try to figure out like, well, is there, isn't there? Um, and, and that's not as important, but then like, once you kind of find out what's going on, it, 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 it was in both movies, it was done well enough to where, um, you were satisfied with, with what the answer ended up being. But while you were kind of like, it almost becomes secondary as once shit hits the fan, uh, you know, and, and you start seeing kind of what, what, how, how all the characters are interacting with each other and, and what they're kind of willing to do to each other. You know, whether or not there's a werewolf kind of is less important because, you know, whether somebody's willing to shoot somebody in the face because they, they want a craft store or, right. <laughs> you know, or, or not. Like, why well, at that point, does it matter if there's a werewolf? Like, I don't know if it does. Um, so so it's like, and, and, you know, I think any time to me where you have a movie that does not, assume the audience are idiots you know gives them credit for you know and and goes yeah that they'll be able to you know i don't have to put everything i don't have to lay it all out uh, right they'll get it um i think is great or even to to string them along and 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 feel like you've done enough to to hold their interest to see where it plays out and then maybe you know you you surprise them with what yeah. is actually going on and stuff like that yeah Yep, absolutely. So fa- it's fantastic. Uh, definitely, when it, however, you know, you decide to go see it, uh, definitely go see it because um, I, my hope is that you know the the folks that are are lesser known from this movie become more known, um, and that uh, you know this 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 ends up continuing um, to push Josh Rubin's career uh, forward. Absolutely, so, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so. Uh, real quick on the games front. So, um, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart came out last week. I have started playing it. Um, and, uh, you know, not gonna lie, this was, uh, for me, you know, when, uh, when I, it was difficult. I mean, I know it's still difficult to find a PS5, but, like, post-launch, when, like, you know, I wasn't able to pre-order one or anything. Like, when I was able to pre-order my Series X, I was like, okay, I don't really have anything that is going to be out for it right now, but it's cool that I got one. But right then for the PS5, I was like, well, I know there's going to be stuff on it that I want to play. And then when they announced that Ratchet and Clank was targeting 
a June release, you know, what with the pandemic and everything and not being set in stone, I, I, I said to my wife, new Ratchet and Clank game comes out in June. And she said, so you have to have a PS5 by June. And I was like, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, this absolutely was, for me, I'm not going to say it was a system seller in that, like, I would not have bought a PlayStation 5 if Ratchet and Clank didn't come out. But it definitely was the thing that made me want to get one sooner rather than later. And I mean, it's it's a fucking gorgeous game. I mean, it's I mean, it's Insomniac. They make good-looking games. They nail traversal. Right. Um and they've been making Ratchet and Clank games for god, I don't know how long now. Um and I their Ratchet and Clank is probably It's funny. I was thinking about it the other day. And I I've played all the games except for there's like an all for one I think it was called All for One, which is like a co-op game. Um, <laughs> yeah, that sucked. That yeah, and then there was like a, a vehicular combat game, um, which I did not play. But all of like the single-player games, including um, you know the Special Agent Clank games um, and the Ratchet and Clank uh, kind of remake, I played them all. And it's I think it's like the only series of games that I've played where I liked every single one of them. I can't say that about Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed 3 sucked. Uh, the, the, yes, the, it did. <laughs> the one on the PSP was fucking awful. So, I mean, I, you know, I, was, I was trying to think of games, you know, series where I've played, you know, pretty much all of the games and whether I liked them all. And I don't know if there is a series other than Ratchet and Clank where I can, I can say that. Um, mm. And I mean, and it, it looks, it, I mean, it looks amazing, and for, I mean, there's, uh, you know, which was what you would expect. You know, the the one thing that this whole idea of like pocket dimensions and stuff like that. I mean, from what I've seen so far, I mean, you basically just kind of like use it to be like, okay, you know, I, I'm standing on a platform and I don't have a way to get over to that bridge over there. Oh, but there's a little portal thing. And so you'll shoot your rift tether and it kind of pulls the portal to you and now you're where the portal was. Mm -hmm. uh, but then there's also these kind of pocket dimensions you can find where you there's like some you know puzzling or platforming in there. And it and it's there's no loading. You just go right through the dimension and now you're in a completely different world. So that's where, you know, I mean, aside from just the game looking good, uh, that's kind of where I think some of the, the power of the PlayStation 5 and the load yeah. kind of comes in is those very seamless transitions. Um, yeah, the trailers made that all that look amazing. Yeah, and it does look amazing. I just don't know right now how it's going to be used other than those two kind of very specific things. And I mean, it's, I mean, there are, there were some scenes kind of earlier where like, yeah, I mean, Ratchet and Clank games typically, they're all the same in that they start off, it's like things seem, you know, like it's a pretty, good day and then all hell breaks loose and then there's some giant fight and so at the beginning of this game like there's a parade for ratchet and clank and then um dr nefarious attacks and then he's like you know clank had had built this because the, the whole thing is that ratchet's the only lombax so um uh so he's always kind of been trying to find other lombaxes and clank makes this thing called the dimensionator which would allow ratchet to go to other dimensions to where lombaxes uh, are still around and it mm. dr nefarious steals it explodes and so during this fight when he you know ratchet's kind of like falling or you know 
uh, you know, grinding on rails. He's going through these portals and you know, he's in a different dimension every single time. And there's no loading. It's all seamless. It's not a cutscene. It's all just real time. Them, you know, level change, level change, level change, level change. Uh, and in the mm. same way that like you would, you know, when you would play. Uh, like uncharted games you know there's always a part kind of early you know whether it be like you know like an opening sequence like an action sequence or you know when 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 nate gets to a new area and he, he has to climb high on something and and it's like it's just like naughty dog just like flexing just showing like look what we can do like look at this right. fucking amazing vista look at this action oh, sequence God, that yeah. type you there's know it's beginning like of uncharted too yeah Jesus exactly Christ. yeah exactly so so the whole you know that whole opening part of Rift Apart is the same type of thing. It's just Insomniac going, okay, this is what you're going to get. Strap in. This is how good it's going to look. This is the mechanics. This is this is what you know you should expect. Um, and it's really cool to see like a, a developer that you know has that kind of experience and um, and you know and that type of technical prowess and artistic prowess to really be able to kind of like show off. Um, and and do that um but mm-hmm. you know as far as like whether the game is you know will it actually you know ultimately end up being any good i mean right now i'm enjoying it but you know we we used to have this joke when when at um at game shark um when we would review games that it was always like kind of a hacky thing to say that it was like well if you, you know like if you like fifa you'll love fifa you know like you know whenever the new fifa would yeah. come out and and that was always like and it's but it's also kind of the same thing here it's like well if you like ratchet and clank you're probably gonna like this ratchet and clank like but the, <laughs> so i feel kind of stupid saying it but so far i'm like yeah this has got what I want from a Ratchet and Clank game. Now, whether as I continue on, it actually ends up, you know, kind of being any good and, and maintains it, I don't know. But so far, uh, I'm pretty happy with it. Um, nice. But um, I'm definitely I, interested in that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I play Ratchet and Clank games where, so I will do my best to get all the collectibles. Um, like the, there's like golden bolts and um, and and other things there there's some like challenges that I typically won't try to do. And mm. if possible, I will try to upgrade all of the weapons as much as I, as, as they can be only because the, you know, the weapon design in, in these games is usually pretty good. They have a great sense of right. humor. And as you upgrade weapons, the, the extra power that you get from that and, and stuff is usually like, it, it's pretty dramatic for some of these weapons, how much they change from, uh, you know, as you as you continue to level them up, and then you know they have this whole um, economy built around these stuff called raritanium, uh, which is like in uh, Avatar, oh the God, unobtainium. Avatar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like you'll find these crystals and you'll break them, and what you can do is so as you use guns, they just level up naturally, and then they might. So for example, there's like a fusion blast, which is your standard pistol in Rift Apart. Once it gets to level five, now it shoots three bolts in a spread. Um, and the weapons in this in this game, they play with the adaptive triggers. I still feel like all the rumbling and the adaptive triggers, they still haven't found. Like, I mean, it's cool and all, but it's also like, mm. also, it, it feels like it's a feature that they did because the triggers were that way, not because it really right. makes the game any better. It's like when you played 
um, I forget which Uncharted it was. It was on the PS3, uh, and you had to, like... I think it was the first one, where you had to, like, use the DualShock's motion sensor when, like, Nate would yeah. crawl, and you're like, no, I'm not doing that. Right. Um, well, and, and and to some extent, Astro's Playroom, like, when you were the monkey, and yeah. you had, like, the controller over... Yeah, over yeah, and so you don't like, grip God the sake. crystal. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but so along with just using weapons, them upgrading, you can use raritanium to then upgrade them even further. So as you kind of get into it, like, you know, something that you pick or you buy and, and, you know, from when you start using it to what it is when you fully invested in it. I mean, it's like they're two completely different weapons. Mm. So, so, you know, there's fun there and they make it so easy because you can just fly to a planet and all the enemies respawn. You can just like, you know, take enemies out, level shit up, and mm. it's so good looking and it's so breezy that it's like it's grinding. If that's even if that's what you want to call it, it doesn't really feel like it. Um, mm. So, uh, so we'll see. And then I did finish the Assassin's Creed, um, the Wrath of the Druids expansion. I was a little disappointed that it wasn't. I was so the the last expansion for Assassin's Creed Odyssey was super like lore heavy and it was mm-hmm. it was really a departure from what they had done in the main game and i forgot that in Valhalla they they put that in as part of the story where you know you go to Asgard and you realize that Eivor is a reincarnation of of Odin and uh Basim is a reincarnation of of Loki and so they kind of had put that stuff in the main game um, so this DLC was just like, hey, remember all the stuff you did in England? Well, you're going to go do that in Ireland. There's going to uh, be kings that are fighting against each other. There's this hidden order of enemies trying to take things down. So you got to find clues and assassinate people. And, oh, there's a, you're not building up your settlement. You're building up Dublin. And, you know, so it's like it was still good. And I loved the game. But it wasn't like anything revelatory. Right. It was mm-hmm. just like. It's at the risk of again sounding like a hack. It's like if you liked Valhalla, <laughs> it's like if you liked Valhalla and haven't finished it, which, like me, which is I mean I feel like a, I feel like a weirdo because I did finish it and did everything because so many people are like Jesus Christ, this game is so long. Like who has yeah who has I, time I and patience <laughs> for that? And I'm like this guy. <laughs> so it's like. You know, if you've done everything in Valhalla, then if you're that loser, then I guess here's more. <laughs> and I'm just like, yes, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um. Well, I'm the loser who who plays the same fucking content in Destiny week in and week out. Yeah, so, so do I. I'm right there with you. Right, well, who, am I to, who am I to say anything? <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Uh, yeah. I bought a fucking toaster today. Oh, I, just, I have to look that up. I have to look that up. Um, yeah. But um, but I mean it was still I enjoyed it. Like I mean some of this stuff sometimes for me it's less. I'm it's it, I'm not always looking for some amazing new experience. Sometimes I want something that's a little more I guess comforting for lack of a better word. I like, absolutely do. Like uh, I don't know that I'd be sitting here right now talking to you if it wasn't for Destiny. Right. I, yeah. I've said that a million times. But yeah. Um, it is my 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 comfort zone. It's my safe space. Yeah. Um. And then, you know, all the E3 stuff, I mean, you know, there was some cool stuff announced. I, I mean, I, I you forget that, like, you know, we're still in the middle of a pandemic, so people are still yeah. not, like, firing. Yeah, we're nowhere cylinders. near caught up as far as, like, entertainment and stuff, right? Yeah, so it's like... like the shit fact- might be reopening finally, but that doesn't mean, right. you know, 
that things have been have been working as they typically would have for the right. last year and a half or longer. Right. So the fact that they were able to announce anything is fucking amazing. Yeah. But you know, I feel like, and I know that I know you are not a fan of Game Pass in terms of what it means for how people you know, kind of purchase media and what that means for like the ownership of media. But goddamn, if, if, if Microsoft <laughs> did not make a fucking case for it, yeah. I mean, they were just like, Listen, yeah, you, it, it, look it, at all this shit that's coming out day one, day one, day one, day right. one, day one, day one. And day you one. know, and like I said, like, first of all, it benefits me in, in two ways because, and Gears Tactics is, is a prime example of that. Mm-hmm. So Gears Tactics is a game that I probably would have bought around the $30 mark, if not the $60 mark, if I hadn't, like, cause I like gears. Uh, mm-hmm. But it hitting game pass day one, I didn't buy it. Right. And then, uh, I think it, it came out. What? It was like, it was like 10 bucks. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago. It was a brand new, it was like right at launch. It was like yeah. one of the only launch titles in November. Right. Yep. And I paid 10 bucks for a physical copy of it the other day. So, yep. you know, like, not only that aspect, like driving down the the call, the, the prices on the physical editions, uh, like pretty quick. The other thing is, I have people to play these things with mm-hmm. on day yeah. one, which has never like it's been like a struggle for me for a long time. Where I'm like, all right, uh, and Fear Three is a prime example of that. I was like, yeah. you know, I want to play Fear Three, and like the the message board that we were a part of at the time it was like fuck yeah i'm gonna play fear three and it's like all right yeah. motherfucker i'm going to get it yep and then nobody bought it and that's <laughs> and honestly that's why like for me like when we would talk about it even once the, the group kind of got pared down it was just like the drunk watch group it was just like i don't want to mm-hmm. buy like i don't mind renting it but i don't want to buy it because like we would say oh yeah we're gonna do this and then drop off but now like there's so much stuff i mean it's funny we we keep going back to destiny but <laughs> but like there's well, so much stuff and i mean it, and now for all the game pass stuff where it's like back for blood day one you know like, like all, library of things we can do yeah four player and, co-op and like we can all have it that day right the new Baldur's gate you know to that yep. four player like all the stuff and one of the cool things i read about back for blood is they said that only one person needs to have it needs the dlc if one person yep. has it then everybody who's playing with that person can have it so then yep. if, if folks like it you could be like okay i'll get this one you get that one whatever you can yep. you know do something like that but and i think that's where like it took a while for them to kind of hit their stride but honestly that was like a big reason why i bought a series x in the first place was because i knew i was like okay i'm you know you and I are, are, in terms of like the group of people that we consistently play with, are more mm-hmm. outliers in terms of like having multiple consoles. But right. so, but like if everybody has Game Pass, that it's like you get an Xbox, you get Game Pass, then you know you, that just opens up so much other stuff that you can you can play, right? even we, if it's just we, dumb truck racing or whatever. Or, right, you know, getting right. back into Wreckfest and it's just having all that stuff like, available. We went from like having to pick between Overwatch. Yeah. Or, you know, Wreckfest or maybe one other thing to, yeah. well, we've got these nine things. Right. Which one can everybody play? Right. <laughs> so, so it, yeah. So now it just ends up limiting by, you know, how many, how many, mm-hmm. uh, how many players does it support? Yeah. So uh, we play golf with friends. Poorly, <laughs> might I add. <laughs> oh, of course. God. But, uh, but I mean, I thought that, that the stuff that they, they, they showed was impressive. You know, on the Nintendo side, I was like, oh, I mean, you know, it's weird to me to see a 
a, a 2D, well, I know it's 3D, but like a side-scrolling Metro for 60 bucks, that seems like, and then I guess add an extra 30 for the Amiibo if you want more health and Oh, Metroid? Rockets. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But I mean, it still looked great. But I mean, when I saw they were doing an Advanced Wars remake, I was like, fuck. Ugh. I mean, that game kicked my ass. Advanced Wars 2, I remember, like, really, like, early on, just being, like, hit a, hit a wall, but it's gonna be mm. hard to pass that up. I never played one. I, I might, I might pick. That's not typically my type of of genre. Yeah. Uh, but I remember people being obsessed with the first one, and yeah, I, I, was I never super bought obsessed it. Obsessed with it. Oh my god. But yeah, dude, a two D Metroid, like God, Metroid alien, like aliens, you know, isolation yeah, been, combo or whatever. I, like, I loved Super Metroid, and then I remember, I think it was Game Boy Advance that the return of Samus or whatever it was called came out mm-hmm. on. And I got like super back into that style of game. And then, and then like, because, you know, Castlevania went that route also during yeah. the PS one era. So that's where I kind of fell in love with Metroidvanias was like, Oh, it was Metroid, which I loved and Castlevania, which I loved and like those getting married. Yeah. And, and then there was that, uh, that three sixty arcade title, uh, that was very similar to that. It was like an action game where that, like, I can't remember the name of it. Fuck, it was so good too. And it got remastered. Shit. Oh, uh, I think I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of the name either. Can't either. But that that shit was so fucking fun. E- Aeon, Eon, something or other, or maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But then, like, the Shinobi on PS4 yeah. was the same thing. Mm-hmm. So if you're giving me a new Metroid in that style. I yeah. fucking. I've already pre-ordered it. To be honest, yeah. like, I already pre-ordered it. Like I pre-ordered the, the collector's edition with the steel book and shit mm-hmm. from Best Buy. So, yeah. I'm I'm fucking there. Yeah, but um, yeah, and I mean it's you know it's it's uh, I, I think for you know given the year that that we've had the fact that like there's still folks working and putting out stuff yeah. and and we have stuff to look forward to. I mean I'm 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 excited. I'm excited to play the new Baldur's Gate game. And I mean even I mean I loved Dark Alliance. Uh, my friend Dennis used to come over and we would play it together um, on the GameCube. Um, you know, sometimes a good, like, kind of, you know, your uh, uh, kind of Raven Software yeah. X-Men's game, you know, where it's like, you know, the isometric, you know, you're walking Shadow around. Complex. Oh, yeah. Shadow Complex. Okay, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. When we were talking about Baldur's Gate before and that remaster or whatever, yep. I thought that's what that was and I mm-hmm. was wrong. I yeah. never played those games. I played Dark Alliance. Dark, yeah, that's what so it's. That's, it's kind of like that. So I got way more excited for the Dark Alliance like stuff than I was what I thought was the original thing. Oh, oh, you're talking about that Dungeons and Dragons game from I think it was on the 360, right? The PS2. I've got P, one of my first PS2 games was Dark Alliance 2. Yeah. Okay, but there's also like a Dungeons and Dragons game I think that came out. For like the 360, that was also co-op. Oh, that, I didn't play that. That no, was no, not very was, good. The, the PS2 one is the one that I played. Yeah, that's the one like, I played too. One of my first PS2 games, and it had the that elf. Like everybody knew <laughs> yep. that specific elf Drist. on the cover. Drift, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's Drist what I played. Yeah. So that's I thought that remaster that was coming out was going to yeah. be, and it was like, no, that wasn't that. It was something else. So. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So there's there's a you know kind of a, a lot to look for. I am actually looking forward to the new uh, the Mario Golf. I have it in my queue. Mm. Uh, Man, it was a good E3. I thought. Yeah, 
It was weird, yeah, though, know? because, I mean, like with it being completely virtual, I just was like, I really had no idea when anything was. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. It, <laughs> the only thing I caught live was Capcom, and good lord, was that disappointing. <laughs> like, Although, you know, I give Capcom a lot of credit with the way they've continued to support Monster Hunter Rise after release. It's oh, like, I, would say not, I won't say disappointing, I just expected, like, yeah. some announcements of some new stuff, and yeah. the fact that it, all they did was make me excited to play a fucking... Uh, uh, Monster Hunter RPG, did, which I never saw coming. Did you <laughs> play the first? I so I guess so I guess you didn't play no, the first one then. No, not at all. Okay. Like, yeah, World, really... World was the only Monster Hunter that I played uh, before the Rise. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So I I need to get back into Rise, uh, but I mean the amount of stuff that they've added since I started playing it is crazy. Um, mm-hmm. But. Uh, you know, my problem with that game is once I get, I play it, it's like, I mean, I play it. <laughs> yeah. I've got to put it on the TV, man. Yeah. I've got to put it on the TV because yeah. I can only play it handheld for a few minutes where my hands start to cramp. So I turn it off. Well, then the battery dies anyway. So you're really not. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right, so uh, upcoming, yeah. So as I mentioned before, um, so my wife and I, we've been doing uh, Fast and Furious movies every Saturday. Uh, watch them outside with a little soda can projector. So next week, this 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 Saturday is actually our our last one with uh, with Fate of the Furious. And then mm-hmm. uh, I was like, you know, I'd said to her before, like, are you going to go see F9 with me? Because... You know, I think I saw Fate of the Furious by myself in the theater, and we saw Hobbs and Shaw together, but, you know, I was just kind of okay. And, and she kind of wasn't sure because, you know, even though we're still fully vaccinated and, you know, she was like, I don't know about being in a movie theater or whatever. So so we were mm-hmm. talking about it, and I was like, you know, trying to figure out, well, like, where or what am I going to see it? And she's like, okay. She's like, well, what if, like, we kick out of work a little early on that Friday we go, yeah. we go see it and then we get dinner out and I was like fuck you had me at kick Perfect. out of work early <laughs> so uh, fucking great yeah so so I bought the tickets so we're all set uh, so I'm 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 excited to go back to a movie theater I'm excited that it's a Fast and Furious movie honestly if it wasn't it, I'd go see Werewolves Within um, so uh, but uh, yeah so so next show will definitely. Uh, I'll definitely be able to to kind of talk about that, and um, I'm trying to think kind of what else is coming. But I mean, there's just so much stuff out. Uh, see, yeah. even the. Uh, I mean, I'm not a huge Chris Pratt fan, but I am curious about this movie on Amazon Prime or whatever. I, I, I like War. the premise. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, but uh, I'm not a huge Chris Pratt fan, so we'll kind of see. I how mean, neither after he, after um, Parkinson Rec. Like I, I call him Andy to this day. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I plan on seeing Black Widow in theaters, um, but no, uh, I don't. <laughs> yeah, no, I I've seen. You know what it is? It's like I've seen every Marvel movie in a theater, and I like going to the movies. So, you know, mm. I'll uh, I'll definitely I'll definitely do that. But, um, so there's there's good good stuff coming. Well, there's stuff coming. Whether it's going to end up being any good stuff. remains to be seen. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, whatever it is we decide to uh, talk about in our next episode, hopefully you'll be here with us. So we'll, we'll be back to the, the kind of normal Sunday cadence. So obviously not this week, but the following week, uh, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll be back to our, our normal, uh, Sunday cadence. So for all the fathers out there or, uh, you know, 
maybe single moms acting as fathers. Uh, you know, happy Father's Day to you all. Uh, you know, take a well-deserved break from your kids because Lord knows you probably want one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, thank you for uh, for hanging out with, with Mitch and I. This has been episode 123 of Divided by Werewolves, um, and uh, we appreciate you taking the time. And we look forward to spending some more time with you in the next. Uh, can't say two weeks, but let's say yeah. week or so. Uh, so yep. for myself and Mitch, thank you again. Uh, good night. And have a good evening.